You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Braden Arrington here for Up Next, post-wrestling, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff, along here with my British colleague, Davey Portman. How are you, Davey? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Do you know why I'm good? It's a special day today, isn't it? It is a special day. Why is it a special day? Uh, Because it is Thursday. That's right. And you know what happens every Thursday. Uh, we record up next. Yes, this is true. But is there something else happening today? Um, yeah, we're going to a concert. Oh yeah, what concert are we going to? We are going to see tonight Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. Do you know why? Because we're beautiful people. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, that's why. Um, but more importantly, elephant in the room, it is your birthday today. Happy oh. birthday. Raiden. Thank you very much. Thank you. And you are now 27, is that right? I can officially die now. Yeah, well, you yeah. Like we need a few good... more few more million listeners, I think, sure. a week. And then I think you'll be a rock famous star? enough to Yeah, sure. Uh, I want uh, I want to be a member of the 27 club. I mean, that's a strange ambition to have, but uh go for it. I have a whole year now to die. <laughs> so it's a good year good year to die yes it is or my maybe birthday. yes um how are you planning on celebrating today obviously you're going to the uh we're going to that concert yes are you... i've i've been celebrating for the past few days it's been a it's been a, a bit of a bender really um yeah i uh it started this past weekend my friend took me to radiohead here in toronto 
um, and I had a great time. I'm not really a huge Radiohead fan. He just had an extra ticket, and I am one to never say no to a concert, especially a free concert. So I got to see Radiohead on their second night, um, and they were really, really great at the uh, Air Canada Centre. Sorry, the Scotiabank Arena now changed. Um, and then the party continued on because I took my younger brother. My younger brother is turning 20 next week, and uh, his first girlfriend like, like of high school days, like four-year relationship, you know, your first love, they broke up. So I wow. thought I thought it would be fun to take him out and make him feel better to Wiz Khalifa and Ray Shremit, who you probably don't know who either of those people are. I've heard of Jiz uh, Khalifa, yeah. Jiz Khalifa, nice, nice. Um, oh, yeah, because he did that uh, Fast and Furious song, I think. Probably. That's right, yeah. Uh, so we went to that. We got really, really, really messed up um, because all the something, – something was definitely in the air for that Wiz Khalifa concert. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then yesterday was the day before my birthday, and it had it off as well because I've been working a lot, and uh, I decided to take these days – Yesterday, I treated myself to yet another concert. I went to see Lord Huron, which is a band I've been super into for quite some time, and I never, ever got to see them. So I went to a concert by myself last night, David. Oh, how was that? Um, it was interesting. Uh, something must have been in the air in that concert as well, uh, but I enjoyed <laughs> it. I enjoyed it immensely. It's different because you, you've gone to movies by yourself. Oh, yeah. I go to movies by myself all the time. I... I really like it. I always find it weird when I go to see a film with uh, with someone, and then I feel like as I'm leaving the theater, like I don't say anything until we're like right outside, sure. and then we're like, and, and I I always feel that there's that kind of sussing out: did the other person like the film or not? And yep. whereas when I go on my own, I just like I can either enjoy it or I can hate it, and I I don't feel influenced. I find it especially weird watching comedies with people. When like they're not laughing, and then you're thinking, <laughs> "Am I am I weird for laughing?" Yeah, and then yeah, it true. kind of like maybe I just think too much. But yeah, I like going to the movies by myself. I don't think I've been to a concert on my own. I, this was the so I've been to one movie by myself, and it was the Last Jedi, Star Wars. I was yeah, in, yeah. I was in Tokyo, so I went to see that by myself, and it was very interesting. But because I was in a different country and different theaters and like all these different things, so it was really cool. Going to a concert by myself, I have done once before because uh, I bought it. It was similar to yesterday. I bought the ticket literally hours before the show and then decided to go. Like, real last-minute kind of treat to myself. I've done it once before, and it was like a smaller hip-hop show before. Spooky Black uh, was the guy, and I was just like, hey, no one's around to go, and I really want to see this show. Why shouldn't I? So I did, and I really enjoyed it. So last night, I went to Lord Huron, and I was by myself. I was sandwiched in between two couples. And then just me. And then there's a song about, uh, you know, lonely, brokenhearted things. And uh, wow. the, the singer was like, this one's for all the lonely people out there. You know who you are. <laughs> and everyone just kind of looked at me. So I just clapped and gave myself a round of applause. Um, it was good. Sometimes, you know what? I, I, I learned something that sometimes you have to do things on your own. And, and, it's, yeah. okay, and it's okay to. Um, so that's what I learned. I had a lot of fun a afterwards. I met up with you and we got really drunk and got a lot of pizza last night. But regardless, my my birthday week has been a lot of fun. And uh, Good. thank you to everyone with the uh, the birthday shout outs. Last year on my birthday, I was working. So this year I made sure I had days off and 
just enjoying it. So also, we're moving next week. I was just going to say, this is the last uh, up next of this era. The era. It? Yeah, this is true. So um, I, uh, we're moving. We yeah, it's uh, there'll be very few of these uh, Skype up nexts anymore because we'll be living together. Yes. In a week. Um, how prepared are you? I am not prepared. Have you done anything to prepare? No. <laughs> no, neither have I. <laughs> I'm I'm looking around at my room and it's it's a fucking mess at the moment. But I'm also such like, as our lives, David. What is the point in tidying it? when i'm just gonna be moving everything oh, out that's totally so, me like like the other day like i made i did dirt i have dirty dishes and then i was like why am i even doing them right now it's not like like why do, ugh, and i did it anyways. yeah so i i feel today after this i'm gonna go out buy some boxes nice and um oh i've had a bit of a nightmare the last couple of days so when i moved into my current place someone i knew from back home actually lives in canada like we're not close she was a good few years above me at drama school. Um, but she was nice enough and like helped me move to the place I'm at at the sure. moment. And she lent me these, uh, these suitcases. Um, and she, she told me at the time, look, I just found these on like the street and thought they'd be useful. Um, can you, uh, like they'll be really useful for moving. And I was like, yeah, great. Thank you. And then, uh, skip forwards like a couple of years and she's going hey do you still have them can i have them back and i was like yeah absolutely they're just taking up room now i put them uh in the uh basement of my building right so i go down oh, no. uh and the basement door's locked um so i'm like fuck and she's like i need them today because i'm going on tour um so Eventually, I, I managed to, like, get a screwdriver and unlock the door. <laughs> and uh, as Cheeky. I've done that, a guy comes out of his room yeah. and is like, what the fuck are you doing? This is my storage. I pay for this. I was like, oh, I am so sorry. I realize how this looks like screwdriver, oh like nails God. in the hat. I'm like, look, this is the situation. Like, I showed him these texts. Like, I just need... <laughs> the suitcase and he was like oh everything got cleared out three months ago oh. i'm like oh so then i and this is when it was pouring with rain you were at the concert like it was heavy yes um so i i run like in the rain just to like chinatown to buy like a cheap suitcase i bring that and she's like just leave it in uh my garage um garage. so leave the suitcase in the garage she then messages me later going like I, I explained to her look it's been cleared out i've replaced it for you and she goes oh this case is too small it's not going to be good enough uh. so like, sake and like so i'm i'm thinking it's 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 my responsibility she lent them to me yes but then she did find them on the street this is and, true um is she mad at you now and I'm feeling, oh, she's mad. So I end up lending her my other suitcase, my, oh, like my no. personal proper suitcase. I'm like, look, I'm not going to need it anytime soon. Take that. She messages again going, it's too big. Ugh. So I'm like, you know what? I'm out. Just fucking buy something and I'll PayPal you oh. or whatever. But it's, so that was a bit of a nightmare. I can't remember why I got onto that story. 
It's okay. Oh, moving. Because moving. you don't have suitcases to put your shit in now. That's right. So I need to go to Dollarama and buy some boxes. I think that's where I was going. With I know. That. I know. This weekend, I'm I'm doing all my stuff. Like uh, I'm clearing out. I'm gonna go through all my old wrestling shirts and donate them to you know thrift stores and stuff. And I realize I have too many wrestling shirts. You know how I can I, you can you have too many wrestling shirts? Someone to- recently told me. And it, it, it hit a nerve. They were like, wow, do you only wear band or wrestling shirts? And then I was like, oh, no. Do I only wear band or wrestling shirts? So I'm trying to grow up, but it's not a ha- it's not happening really well. I mean, we're moving, so that's adulting, I guess. Um, I feel like I need some new wrestling shirts for SummerSlam. <laughs> As I'm trying to get rid of wrestling shirts, you're buying new wrestling yeah, shirts. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to have a, a place together... Does that mean we can put wrestling memorabilia all over the walls? Oh, absolutely. Like, like my spinner? My title? Yeah, your title. Nice. Um, yeah, right. we'll, get some, we'll get some nice stuff. We'll we need a... We, need, we're gonna, we, should t- we should do this. This is what we should do, David. For listeners of this show, if you want to send us housewarming gifts or <laughs> things for our place, uh, contact us on Twitter or Instagram at D. And uh, we'll, we'll gladly take your, uh, your, your free shit for our, our new living arrangements. So uh, I'm excited to, to, to start this chapter. We're going to be in Koreatown. Yes. So it's going to be yeah. very lit. Um, yesterday, uh, I also treated myself before I went to a concert by myself. That sounds so terrible. I, um, I got myself a tattoo. Oh, and yeah. and uh, um. I went to a ta- you know how many tattoo shops are in the city? There's a lot. I mean, I probably pass about like seven on my way to work, maybe. There's literally hundreds of tattoo parlors in Toronto. And the one that I end up going to, the reception and new tattoo artist is an ex of mine. <laughs> Why? Like, you know, I mean, I don't have any tattoos. I probably wouldn't get any. But I feel like it's a big decision to make. Why would you still go ahead and get one? I was like, uh-oh, this person hates my guts, presumably. And now, like, now the, you, their friends are about to tattoo my body. They're going to totally mess it up on purpose because yeah. she hates me. Why didn't you just go, you know what, I'm going to go somewhere else? <laughs> I literally said that and joked and turned around. And she's like, no, 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 please. You're good. You're good. So I was like, oh, I guess. And I mean, then, I haven't seen it yet because it covered up. It they definitely put a penis on you. Didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, the when it was going down, like when the guy was doing it, she was watching me in pain, and I'm like, this is your dream, just watching me get stabbed repeatedly by needles. Um, so I thought that was quite funny and ironic. But uh, yeah, that, it looks great. I'll show you uh, uh, when I see you tonight. For I'm sure we'll see a lot of people with tattoos at Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. True. So I'll fit in great. You're not gonna get a tattoo ever. Nah. Oh, I feel like you'd be you'd be a cool British lad with some tats. Nah, I'm good. Well, you're good. just clean. My cut? skin's too shitty anyway. I don't, I don't think it would <laughs> go well. Like, you do have like you you like. Are you gonna go? You do have shit. <laughs> Thanks. It rubs the lotion on the skin. Uh, I didn't mean it like that. I meant like you get dry skin. I've got eczema, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone has it somewhere, but, you know, you have it on your hand, so that's awful. Just get a tattoo over it, dude. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, uh, this was a, a big week for uh, for me because, you know, my birthday and I'm being selfish and I went to a bunch of concerts and smoked a lot of weed and got a tattoo. But 
in the world of wrestling, it was kind of a big week as well. Like, what have you been watching? If you've been watching. Um, uh, yeah, I've been watching the G1. I've not watched uh, Raw or SmackDown. I've, like, listened to the reviews. I might go back and watch SmackDown if I have time because it sounds like it was pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, I've been watching the G1. I think I'm still two nights behind. So the last uh, the last night I saw was... Um, Tamatonga versus uh, Kenny Omega. <laughs> what's and... the thing they've been doing? Calling everyone shit or whatever. <laughs> what's that? What is? What's the 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 guys that broke away from the Bullet Club? They've been just yeah. like ripping. They've just been like doing this heel thing. It's really really funny. They're just cussing out everyone. It's really great. I watched Kenny versus Naito, and I thought that blew me. Like that was amazing. That was awesome. Like insane. I actually really liked on that uh, on the night I just watched uh, the the main event Goto Ishii. Uh, yes. was excellent yes. i'm not a big uh goto fan like oh why he's lit i don't know there's just something he's, like he's lit too he doesn't he doesn't seem like a star to me <laughs> whereas, like, what's uh what's the story with you in the bar with these japanese girls you met some random japanese girls and you tried to t- <laughs> explain to them what the g1 was and they nodded along and went along well, no i i just was like I was like, all right, you're Japanese. Like, the one thing I, I might know that they might know. Uh, so I was like, do you watch New Japan Pro Wrestling? And they're, like, nodding and giggling and saying yes. And then it's like, you up to date with G1? And they're saying yes. I'm like, I'm throwing all these names out there. I'm like, Kota Ibushi, uh, Tanahashi. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi. And then I show them a picture just to, like, make sure. Because I'm pretty sure they're just saying yes to everything they say. Yep. And they give me, like, suddenly the smile goes and they look really confused. And they go, boxing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you haven't had a... Well, you know, they're not, they're not wrong because Kota Ibushi was, you know, a, a boxer, kickboxer, something like that. Some sort right. Of, right? But did, they, did they think that Kota Ibushi was a handsome man? Yes, yes, they did. I said, I said, handsome man, and they're like, oh yeah, handsome man. <laughs> you like, told this story last night at a, at a different bar in front of some friends, and we had to. We, we now have to show everyone who Kota Ibushi is. Like, it's our, it's our new thing at, to do out. We're like, excuse me, we don't know you very well, but do you think this man is handsome? And then they're like, wow, <laughs> that that is a handsome Japanese man. And we're like, yes, it's Kota Ibushi. He's going to be the winner of the G one. Remember him. Uh, yeah, Taylor didn't like his hair, did she? She said he had anime hair. Which, yeah. you know, is, is true, but, you know. I'd say more like old Justin Bieber hair, but... Uh, yeah, sure. But he is a handsome man. Did you watch Extreme Rules? Because I hated that pay-per-view. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty... I, I did enjoy the... Um, I did enjoy the IC title, Iron Man. Just the crowd, like, obviously... It's shit. Yeah, it was shit with the crowd. It. Yeah. Um, and Rusev, AJ was fun. Uh, but, yeah, it really was a nothing pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, um, no, go for sorry. it. Sorry, going back to the G1, did yeah. you see, uh, I think it was Benno from British Wrestling uh, Experience got blocked by Tamatonga? <laughs> yes, on Twitter, yes. <laughs> they're doing it the good very... heel work. Right now, yeah. they're, they're, they're feuding with Roman Reigns right now. They're trolling him on Twitter, and they're, they're doing a pretty good job at it. He fell for the oh, really? I'll yeah. have to have a look at that. <laughs> Re- wrestling is like hip-hop. It's like all silliness and nonsense. And then when people respond to each other and everything like that, it gets really interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in the G1 stuff. I'm just a little behind at the moment. But from what I've yeah. seen so far, I really like Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. as well. It, so good. It reminds me of um, back home when whenever Britain's Got Talent is on. <laughs> 
I try and watch it, and then it gets to the, like the semi-finals, and they just have it every day, like every night. And you'll work one night, or be out another night, and then you're sort of two behind. And before right. you know it, it's like, ugh, I'm gonna have to give up on this. Now I really don't want to give up on the G1 this year, but it's it's so hard to watch every single day. Um, it's true. So I enjoy uh, it though, yeah. and I gotta catch up. Oh, me so too. I will watch I'm, it. I've got today and tomorrow off, so I'm. I'm gonna try and well, we're get gonna get, we're gonna go out tonight, so you can't watch it tonight. Um, no, but I've got some daytime before. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, we also watch NXT, and this week is uh, well, it's a big, big week in the world of of NXT. I, I guess I could say so. Perhaps we should just get into this week's episode of WWE NXT. <laughs> Uh, Mauro Ronaldo starts off saying, even Kiki loves NXT, because there is a title match tonight. Mauro really stretching for these pop culture references. That's, that's that stupid song you <laughs> told me about last week, isn't Kiki, it? Kiki, do you love me? You should take me to Drake for my birthday. Absolutely not. You love um, Drake. Um, there's a title match tonight, apparently. Davey, it is... Tomasa Ciampa versus Aleister Black for the NXT Championship tonight on NXT. Oh my goodness, that is crazy. And uh, was it last week on the show? I didn't want to talk about spoilers. And you you, you spoiled it. No, <laughs> no one got mad at me. You were the only one that got mad at me. Well, I, I was mad at myself for like... Uh, for finding out what happened, but uh, but I, that didn't take away from my enjoyment of the match, which we'll obviously get yeah, to yeah, later. Yeah. Wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Cole comes out to start the show. He comes down to the ring. He is going to have a match against Sean Maluda. Uh, if you remember, was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, was it like over a year ago, two years ago now? Two, I guess. two years ago. Yeah. Now, I so think. I guess he's still just been kicking around here. Um, Adam Cole is very, very over, uh, no matter where he goes. Um, this was just a bit of a squash match here, but uh, Maluda gets some offense in, jump up, pop up, neck breakers. Um, he goes up for like a, a crossbody or a splash off the top rope into the ring, but gets a super kick to the face, just looked like death. And then uh, Adam Cole hits the last shot to the back of the head and pins him just like nothing. He then grabs a, a microphone. Uh, but then Ricochet comes out, says, hey, hey, homie, I see what you're doing. You're doing your thing. And that's cool because you're good. But you're a coward. You, 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 you don't defend your title. All these kinds of things. My problem with Ricochet in New Japan was that he wasn't really solid on the microphone promo wise. And this is the first time in NXT uh, where I'm thinking he's looking a little soft. Because of this promo. Uh, he says that a real champion defends his title and you never do. So how about you and me in Brooklyn? And this is where Adam Cole says, you know what? You're right. I am good. And that's why I won't diminish myself from facing you. Nobody calls me a coward. 
And Ricochet says, well, you, you are a coward. Nobody calls me chicken. Uh, Ricochet does some flippy shit into the ring. They pose off. Uh, Undisputed Era comes out on the ramp to back Adam Cole up. And as they're all there, they're about to look like they're going to jump Ricochet. The War Raiders come out to stop them. And as they retreat from ringside, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate are also there to jump them. And they all brawl and the Undisputed Era uh, run away with their tail between their legs here. Um, Really, really confusing because there's just so many cooks in this segment here. But what did you think of all this? I I didn't really like the beginning of this. Yeah, the Ricochet was really soft. Just the the Ricochet Cole stuff felt so generic. Yes, it, it was. It almost felt like it was from one of the 2K games. It was, just, exactly, yeah. It's just like, I'm You're really good at wrestling. You're a coward. Don't call me coward. Fight. And I feel I feel they know, like, I mean, that match is going to be awesome. Yes. Like, I'm looking forward to that yes. match. But So I kind of feel like they're going, let's just, we want to do this match. Let's just put it out there and we don't need any sort of creativity at all. But still, like, this is... NXT, they're meant to, like, it is kind of still developmental. So I feel you need to give them a bit more than just, you're a coward. It, yeah. You're right. It just, uh, Ricochet seemed soft. It just seemed very, very basic and generic. Because, like, I think he's a cool person. Like, in my yeah. opinion, he comes out, like, I, I've seen him at shows, indie shows, and he, he he's, like, he's legit a cool person. But for some reason, every time I've seen him cut promos, it doesn't transcend well to the mic. It seems like he's trying. Maybe his, maybe it is his difficulty. I don't know. Maybe it is something that he, you know, he personally feels like he, he has to improve in as well. I, I don't know. It just from things I've seen in the past before coming to NXT, it was the one downside to him. However, you're right. It is developmental. And I still feel like he will catch something or make I, him talk a little less. Don't, well, don't I, try I to feel- sound cool. I feel it's uh, it is this sort of the cool thing. It's too relaxed and laid back. It's yeah. kind of too chilled, and it just seems a bit like oh. He's like homie. Whereas I see. It, he, I see what you're doing. It's like okay, you're you're just coming off a little too fake. So yeah, which I think I think um, he will improve. I think there is time for him to. He will be. He's going to be a huge star. Both of these guys as well. Adam Cole is a future WWE champion. Um, I have to say that he's just got everything. He, and, he's like, yeah, and uh, I've, he's solid on the mic. I've been, well. I've been, yeah. Oh, oh, maybe one of the best on the mic, um, especially here right now in NXT. Uh, John Pollock always told me Adam Cole is a future champion in WWE because he's just got everything. And I see it every time he comes out here. The crowd goes nuts when he does his Adam Cole baby thing. How, how do you do the Adam Cole thing? Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get that over, David. <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. Um, um, yeah, I liked I liked the stuff after with uh, War Raiders sure. and stuff. I, that interested me. So I kind of feel maybe it's um, foreshadowing a bit of uh, War Games. Yes, British Strong Style. I think War Raiders and like we had Roderick Strong with Authors of Pain last year, which seemed like a weird team. Yep. But I actually really enjoyed that team with. Uh, with them just like throwing Roddy around and I can see stuff. I can see cool stuff with war Raiders with Ricochet, like yep. him doing something remember, with them or whatever. Remember when, when authors of pain were a thing. Yeah. Just remember. Yeah. Just remember that. Yeah. Cool. Rest uh, in peace. <laughs> um, so maybe are we going for a, 
a three-way tag at Brooklyn? Yeah, or? I don't know. Um, it's interesting because where does Undisputed Era go for the tag titles at Brooklyn? Or is that a three-way? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. like, Undisputed Era are the champions, aren't they? Yep. And then uh, Brit Strong Style and War Raiders? Or yeah, can you see right. War Raiders maybe beating uh, Brit Strong Style Ooh. beforehand? In, like, I don't know. I don't know. Because, listen, hey, we also have to talk about British Strong Style, Mustache Mountain. They got a five-star match. That tag team match, Dave Meltzer uh, gave them five stars. Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain from a few weeks back with the, the angle with the throwing in the towel and everything, which was an amazing match. We we ranted and raved about it. Um, I need to see more of them. Also, like Trent and, and, and Tyler with their jackets, it's they're all silvery. <laughs> and, and his hair is like silver tinted. T- Trent looking like a Don. Trent, Trent is a boss. Um these are char- wrestling characters, sports entertainment characters, I'm really invested in. War Raiders, I've seen them, f- and I really like them. The Viking thing is still, it's still in a work in progress for me. So I don't know, maybe a triple threat tag is the way to go, and then you could prolong that two war games down the road for Survivor Series. But that's a long time. For right now, I just want to see a good match out of all these guys, and... All of these guys deliver, so I'm not worried. I'm not shook. I think it's. I think Brooklyn's going to be an amazing. I, I think. I think whatever they decide for the tag, I think it'll be a really great match. Um, something that wasn't really that great was this. Uh, uh this next oh, segment, and I, I know this is this. okay. Good because it's it in, it involves your favorite uh, yeah. NXT superstar, your love of your life, Kyrie Zane. Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler are in an office with William Regal, and uh, they're going to sign the contract for their championship match at TakeOver. Shayna says that everyone keeps calling this a rematch from the Mae Young Classic, but that was a long time ago. That was in the past. Now I'm a killer. I go for the jugular. Kyrie, you're nothing. She's, she also goes in off and mentions how Candice LeRae is at home being a a wife and a homemaker, because that's all she can do. And then goes back into running down Kyrie. Kyrie grabs a microphone and says, I know it. You know it. I can beat you. Shayna says, stop pretending. Stop pretending you're a pirate. <laughs> Kyrie, sa- <laughs> Kyrie says once more, I know it. You know it. I will beat you. They sign the contracts. Shayna says, I've had enough of this, and walks off. And it shows Regal and Kyrie. And Kyrie says to Regal, I know it. She knows it. I will beat her. This was very strange. Um, I, <laughs> because I hated let's, this. Let me dissect this quickly. I'm not a fan of Shayna Baszler because she comes off like, um, oh, I'm, I'm wearing a Kiss t-shirt and a leather jacket. I'm such a badass. But like... That's that's like old school badass. You're not that badass. And th- her character just comes I'm just I'm just not a fan of it. And going to Kyrie, I'm slowly have become such a fan of her because she keeps showing me that she is awesome. I still don't get it. I still don't understand why she's a pirate. The only thing I did like about this was Shayna telling her to stop pretending she's a pirate, uh which I thought was funny. But other than this, this felt really like you know those leaked NXT promos that like leaked out like when NXT first started launching. This was right. like this was like one of those because I, I felt I, I didn't know it what was looked going. like 
a scene from like a year nine drama class. It, yeah, school, it wasn't with good. like kids who have no interest in acting <laughs> being told the lines they've got to say and then filmed badly. Like they, it was just it looked weird as well. Yeah. Like even William Regal, like who didn't say anything was bad in it. Like <laughs> just this shouldn't have been on TV. It was bad like, and you should feel it bad. was. It was really... And this like, is you saying this about your, your favorite. I know, yeah. So we're but just like, being honest. It's, it's bad, like... She's... Obviously, English isn't her first language, so it's going to be, like, a slower delivery and more considered and whatever. But but Shayna as well just felt like, I have learnt my lines and I am saying the lines I have learnt. Yeah. It, oh, it was just really awkward to watch. Yeah, I didn't really like it at all. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but, but then I just, but I just then, sort of had a go at Adam Cole and Ricochet for being too generic with for it. Sure. So I but know. hey, we've been like, we've been talking for a few weeks now on this show every week when we record how great everything has been. We've had a really good role, and then now all of a sudden some promo stuff is kind of what's bugging me. So that's still not that. I just bad. feel like on these pre-taped things, just go. That's shit. Let's <laughs> let's scrap that idea or do something else or or try again. Like, yeah. When stuff happens in the ring, okay, sometimes it's sometimes it's not gonna go the way it should go. But on these pre tape things, you, you just shouldn't be putting stuff like that out. You it can was tape just it bad. again, yeah. You can tape it again. Yeah. Just do it. Um yeah, that wasn't fun. It wasn't that great. Um but if you're looking for a laugh, maybe check it out. Uh Choppa is in the back of a truck. Like in the truck, like in the back of the emptied out thing, and he's just looking badass. Do you think uh, he can lend that to us next week? That jacket? (laughs) No, the truck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do you think Tomato Champion will help us move? Um, Something tells me he's so healed that he would help us load all our shit into the truck, and then as we're driving to our new spot, he drives off with all our shit. Just drive it into Lake Ontario. Ontario. (laughs) And then he'll do his wave as it all sinks down. Um, So he's just chilling in the back of a truck. Because, uh, you know, he does that. He's wearing his badass jacket. He's looking villain. He's a villain. He's what he is. He's a bad guy. Um, next week, they announced Kona Reeves. Remember him? Finest. Oh, yeah. The finest. Kona will face off against EC3 next week. So, that looks great. Um, we go to a next match here. Tanila Price is a uh, jobber here. She's going to go one-on-one with Lacey Evans. Uh, hey, does Lacey have a new theme? <laughs> um, <laughs> We're just going to say that every week now. Yeah. Uh, she She's on TV all the time. Now. All the time. Like, yeah. I don't think she's not uh, not been on it for weeks now. Lacey Evans has been on TV, like, everything. And it's, it's almost as if she isn't on TV every week because this was sloppy... This was a sloppy jalopy uh, match here against uh, Tanila Price. Um, this was the match here: uh, a neck breaker, then uh, some some other neck breaker attempts, and then knees up and the women's right to a sloppy cartwheel attempt, and it was over. Is, did I did I nail that or that, that was pretty much it? Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I I don't know. Uh, I think the character, the whole like I do declare. Uh, she beats she beats this Tanila Price. Uh, Lacey then, out of her like boobs, pulls out like a, a handkerchief, 
you know, wipes her face like an old school, like dainty lady and then wipes it and then drops it on Tanila, who's like laying there down on the ground, drops it on her face. So I like that. That is a great, that's like million dollar man stuffing money in people's mouths after he beat them. I like that. It's a little cool addition. But the match itself was so sloppy, so quick, just did nothing for me. It was literally just two minutes of my life I'll never get back. So Lacey Evans, uh, stop getting new theme songs and start getting better at wrestling. (laughs) What did you think? Same thing? Yeah, you pretty much said it all. Um, Yeah, nothing really to add. Bianca Belair is backstage. She's being interviewed because she was not in the the match that she was supposed to be in, the number one contenders for the women's championship. And due to injury, she wasn't there. And now she's saying she will be back because I'm undefeated. And when I come back, I will get what I desire. These girls gonna learn today. Um... I like this. I like the character of Bianca Belair. I just think yeah, she kind of needs to f- wait for the right time for them to like, uh, you know, uh, take take their shot with it. Uh, I think she she will be money as well. She just kind of understands it. Going back to Rick, she, she's Rick, so natural. Yes, in the mic yes. As well, just like going to Ricochet where he's I, like homie, yo homie, and then here she, Bianca's like, I'm undefeated. When it comes back, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. You're gonna learn. Like she just. It just it's just there. I don't know how to explain that. You got it or you don't. She's got it. Was this a new interviewer as well? D- dude, I've been doing I've been watching NXT for like five years. I could not tell you one of the interviewers' names. <laughs> and that's how it is in wrestling, like in my opinion. Like I'm not here to watch that, I'm here to that. But you're probably right. There's so many new people uh that go in through NXT. Maybe it's a full sale university student. Yeah. Interviewing. Um yeah, I, I love Bianca here. She's so believe Like, I kind of worry that she's like this in real life as well. Just, <laughs> um, I kind of hope she is because she's so she's so believable. In you know this what, character. though? Like, like, the best characters are extensions of themselves. Oh, completely. So completely. Hey, that explains it, if you ask me. Maybe she is this like, mm-hmm, yeah, so what? I am the EST or whatever. Uh, she didn't mention that at all in this, actually. She didn't say EST at all. So. She said it right at the beginning. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, whatever. Well, I look forward, like, way down the line for, like, her and Sasha to have a match. Definitely. I think that could be a lot of fun. Definitely. I see uh, money. If, yeah. if Sasha gets her, like, old proper boss character back. Rip. Um, it, could be, it could be really fun. Yeah, this was great. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Bianca Belair come back. Uh, Shayna is backstage. She seems to be leaving Full Sail, and Candice LeRae is chasing after her, screaming uh, as uh, it looked like Serena was there to, to stop them from getting in, into an altercation. And Candice says, hey, why don't you stop talking behind my back and start talking to my face? You want to go? Let's go. I mean, let's find the time. Let's fight. And Shayna goes, you know, uh, I don't have time for you. Blah, blah, blah. Get out of here. Which is very interesting because... We had said uh, previously that you wanted to see, you thought Candice was going to have the match with Shayna, and I thought it was going to be Kyrie, and then it is Kyrie, but then they go with this. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way the story seemed to be yes. going. Yeah. They, and it seems a lot to be doing now to set up for like a future like pay per view, right. like beyond Brooklyn. Right. Like November's a long way away. So, um,. Yeah, it's it's odd that they're still going there. I maybe we're getting a TV match before Brooklyn between sure. these two. Yeah, uh, 
but yeah, it seems it seems odd at this stage when we're only what three weeks out now to kind of have two feuds going at the same time. Yeah, it's just interesting, but it could be just pre-planning for feuds or something. Yeah, so we'll see where that leads. But the match and the main event everyone is talking about this week in wrestling, I'm sure. Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black for the NXT Championship. Uh, they do their entrances here. No music for Ciampa. Just cheeky, cheeky boos here. The crowd is hating him. They chant, you suck. They're chanting all sorts of things at him. Um, they do the old school style and uh, intros in, in the ring. Um, the match starts off. The, the, the announcers, Moro specifically, is, is noting that none of these guys are going for strikes, which they kind of are used to doing. Instead, they're going for like throws and wrestling holds. That is until Ciampa tries to do a roll-up real quickly on. There's a few judo throws from Alistair. Um, they fight outside. Moro says that Ciampa is untouchable like Elliot Ness. And if anyone is a Tupac fan, you get the reference. Um, they keep trying to German suplex each other, but Ciampa is working on the back of Alistair, so it's stopping him from uh, from hitting like a suplex because he can't because his back gives out. Ciampa locks in a clover leaf. He's now working the back and the legs so that he won't be getting his head kicked in from Black. Uh, the clover leaf is a deadly move that I have put on my younger brothers many a times in the history of res- yeah, wrestling. And that's uh, my places. submission. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that the move you put? <laughs> But on the uh, the walls too, though. Also, I'm Canadian sharpshooter, so you know. But uh, sick cloverleaf here. Um, Black somehow manages to get out and starts hitting him with strikes and kicks. Um, there's a huge roundhouse followed by the the cadabra, the in ring moonsault there for a two count. Um, there's like a flying DDT by Champa in the ring, which looked really interesting, almost like a flying arm breaker or something. Uh, only a two count. There's a huge clothesline. Uh, on black by Champa, turning him inside out. He goes for his uh, his like ex- exposed knee, but he gets a knee to the head instead. Another roundhouse kick to the head, and Black connects with a German suplex with a beautiful bridge. But Champa kicks out. Um, back to the outside, Black goes for a moonsault, but Champa ducks and pushes Alistair into this like cameraman. And while that's all happening, the ref is distracted. He grabs a crutch from under the ring. Yes, that crutch. And when the ref isn't looking, he nails Alistair in the head with it and pins him, but Black kicks out at two. Um, Black hits this crazy dive to the outside onto Ciampa. As he's going back into the ring, Ciampa, with the same move that he beat Gargano with, the same move he did on Alistair a few weeks ago, the Hangman DDT, Randy Orton style, in the ring... One, two, black kicks out. Everyone in full sail bit on that as the end there. So did I. Um, He then exposes concrete ringside here. He lifts over these mats, exposing the concrete. And as he's going for some sort of move, he accidentally tosses Drake, the ref, onto it. And as all this is happening, Alistair connects with the black mass. But the referee is down, of course. Of course. Uh, Ciampa realizes this, finally gets to his feet, still no ref as he's on the cement, the concrete. And this is where Ciampa rakes the eyes of Alistair and grabs the NXT title and is looking to smash him in the head with it. But this is where Johnny Gargano 
comes down into the ring, slides in, super kicks the, the title into Ciampa's face. And as he has that, he's going to swing and hit Ciampa with it. Somehow manages to nail Alistair with the title in the head by accident. Ciampa dumps him out of the ring, hits this butterfly lift into a face buster, angel's wings, if you will. And Tomasa Ciampa pins Alistair Black to become the brand new NXT champion. Davey, what I said would happen has happened. It is fade to Blackheart because Johnny Gargano, even his worst nightmares were not as bad as this because Johnny Gargano inadvertently has helped Ciampa win the title. Storytelling in wrestling, this is how you do it. Oh my goodness, I am so, so mad. This cruel, cruel, wicked man has done it. What did you think of all of this? I loved this match. Um, as as we mentioned last week, we, we both knew the result. And you know a match is good when you, you know, know result, who's going to win. It, yeah. And you still bite. Like when... Uh, Black did the uh, the jumping knees off the top rope into a like a kick and then the German suplex. That's not his finisher, right. but and I knew he was going to lose the match, but I still bit on that yep. uh, near fall. Um, I thought the uh, like the shenanigans was done really well. Like it's, um, I liked using the cameraman like that accidental thing. You don't see that often, so mm-hmm. he was sneaky when uh, when the ref was chase uh, checking. Um, I liked also um, when Black went for the draping DDT onto the concrete. Sorry, when uh, Champa went yes. for the draping DDT on the concrete. Black just clutching onto the ropes for dear life. I don't, I don't feel you see that enough. Like people trying to block moves, essentially. People trying to block moves when, like, why, why are you, why are you letting them do that? Just, just yeah. hold. I, like, I liked he, the desperation there. It made sense. Yeah. It, the it makes storytelling it feel more real is nice. to me. Yeah, Champa um, is, <clears throat> is really good at that, though. Like, watching his track record of matches, he's really good at the the, the storytelling, almost like the realism uh, of a match. And his, you know, he's, like you said, like all the cheekiness there with the, you know, foul play at near the end. But still, such, and, such greatness. And I think uh, it was a perfect way to add Gargano into this uh this feud oh for the, sure like, because um, it's exactly what it's 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 a movie really like from start to finish of this feud it's a cinematic like franchise really because yeah. now gargano has not only lost to this man this guy that he hates because this guy has been putting him through hell now he's done something that he couldn't even do himself and he has helped this man win that title it's just a mess. Like Gargano, his life, he should come out next week and, and basically be like, wow, I fucked up. My life <laughs> sucks. What do I do now? The guy has won and it's great. And now Black's going to be pissed at him as of well. Of course, so. of course. So realistically, and I mean, we don't look ahead, but this is just obviously some big, big spoilers coming out of this. Um, looking ahead, it looks like the main event is set for Brooklyn and I'm a little... A little let down that the way it is going. Uh, again, I mean, they haven't announced it on on TV, but you know, a little googling can can help find that. But my God, the the Champa Gargano 
franchise, if you will. This whole story uh, is just fantastic in the world of, of wrestling. Uh, I, 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 I love like, it. I love it. When you think, go back to when they debuted in NXT. Exactly. They, they were brought in for kind of the one shot they just were for the Dusty Rhodes uh, classic. Enhancement uh, well, they, they were bought as like uh, hot indie stars who were just going to be in this tournament. Yes. And they didn't. I feel like it was a good year until they actually signed like full time to NXT. It was. And you, you take that story like you could get a D, make a DVD of this whole yep. story. Just those guys going through their tag team, going through Gargano's chase of the title, uh, Champa coming back. Like it's it's been so well done. And I I wonder if if you are going for the three way for Brooklyn is that going to be the end of the feud? Because I still feel we need one more blow-off. Yeah, is that the end? Is, it, is, that, is that fair to be the end uh, end of it all? Like, a three-way here, um, Black, Gargano, and Ciampa. I feel like it has to be Gargano finally winning, and then doesn't that mean that both of the other two guys can be like, well, I still get another shot or a match there? So it's just like, is that really the, the be-all, end-all? We don't get Gargano our is becoming... Gargano is becoming less sympathetic now. I Which think I like, when you, yeah. when you, but how is that for his final crowning moment? Like if he is to walk out as champion at Brooklyn, like after sort of inadvertently screwing Black and stuff, and and going like was it EC three? He just went crazy on the other week, yeah. and he's less sympathetic now. So is that is that moment going to be as big? winning the title in Brooklyn as it would have been if it was against Champa in New Orleans in their first match. It's true. It's as, it's as if, like, almost as if, you know, Captain America, to beat Thanos, has to, has to be nasty and mean and, and not care about anyone or anything except himself and the NXT Championship. Um, I see comic books and superheroes and villains and all that shit. It's the same thing. Wrestling's the same thing. Um, this this whole storyline though three way at Brooklyn or not uh, I'm interested you know what that, th- that match sounds like it could be good too though oh it would be great it would be so, great I just I just still feel it's it's a weird way if it's going to be the final blow off of this feud for, for um, yeah I th- I still feel like it'll be good I feel that they've I feel they've kind of had the problem that we've been talking about for weeks being like ah what do we do with Black like he the title hasn't headlined for a while. And I feel he's kind of he's like cooled off, but this match was good. So, oh yeah, I mean, this has definitely made it way more interesting now. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I still kind of feel he's sort of been shoehorned in because definitely. we don't have any ideas of what to do with him. So we'll see. I guess if it is this triple threat for the NXT title, because Tommaso Tomato Champion, Tomato is Champion, champion is the champion. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, great, great stuff. If you if you have not watched and you just kind of listen to us, you should check it out because it's a big chapter in this whole feud between these guys. Uh, great, great stuff. Really, really liked it. Really enjoyed it. Um, let's go to our feedback and see what yep. everyone has. And, and uh, forum.postwrestling.com. We put it up every Wednesday night when NXT is airing. Forum.postwrestling.com. Uh, always free to post, always free to listen to our show. So uh, thank you for everyone who's doing that. So let me go to these. What do we got here? First one, happy birthday, Brayden. Andre from Edmonton. Ooh, does that rhyme? 
I can't wait to see Cole versus Ricochet. That will be lit. But watching this episode, I was thinking at the end of that segment, could NXT be planting the seeds for war games? Yes, I think that's what they were doing. If you notice, they had Undisputed Era, Mustache Mountain, who could be joined with Pete Dunne, and then Ricochet with War Raiders. That's just a thought. Now, as for the main event, you can now call him Tommaso Champion. That match was amazing. This feud... Black Hat with Tommaso has been the first time since his feud with Almas that I had any interest in Black. I love this match, and with Gargano inadvertently giving Tommaso the win, this has to be the heading for the three-way in Brooklyn. I can't wait. Have a good week, and Brayden, if you remember anything from the night of your birthday celebration, you didn't drink enough. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Brad, the, uh, Brad from Cole Harbor. Happy birthday, Brayden. I love NXT so much good stuff, but it always saves the best for last. Johnny Wrestling has so much hate, it cost Alistair Black to lose his title to Champa. Uh, so good boys. Hope we get this as a three-way at TakeOver. Even with the G1 on, this is still best hour of wrestling each week. I wow. said it, and I know it not popular, but it is wow, true. Wow, that's a bold statement. Um, so first of all, that's two people now saying that they do want to see a three-way. So I, I, uh, next week, if you do post for feedback, let me know. Is the three-way, is that money? Is that money for you? Are you going to be looking forward to that? Or would you have much rather seen a hell in the cell between these two? Because now I think I'm slowly switching to the three-way makes more sense. Um, oh, yeah, it definitely makes sense now. I, just, that's, that's a bold, I still want that yeah, blow off. Sure. I, I do too, yeah. Hey, maybe that'll be a WrestleMania thing down the line. Uh, also, G1 or NXT, that's a tough, that's a tough, tough, no one's saying main event, main roster, I mean. Uh, Alex K from TO, first of all, happy birthday, thank you. Another great episode of NXT from teasing the possible teams from War Games to the main event that delivered. One of the things I really enjoyed is that they always give you something to look forward to. Next week is EC3 versus Kona Reeves. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't looking know. Forward to that. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> he says they also planted the seed for Velveteen Dream to get involved and probably cost EC3 the match to give Reeves a big win or a beatdown. I hope Dream shows up on the screen and makes the challenge um, for EC3. Yeah, I guess that's his takeover match. Uh, question for you guys with the Evolution event, do you think we will get more NXT involvement beyond an NXT women's title match? Personally, I think it'd be great to have some sort of six women tag. Um, with, you know, Lacey Evans, Bianca Belair, Vanessa Bourne, Dakota Kai, and, and so on. Uh, yeah, they have announced that there is going to be a lot of NXT involvement in the, in that Evolution event because they're doing the Mae Young Classic Finals that night. So yeah, they are. Already, um, that's going to be a lot of people, a, lo a lot of women, um, probably from NXT in, in that tournament. So uh, I wouldn't we'll be see. surprised if we saw some see some sort of battle royal or something sure. like it's going to be sort of like WrestleMania where they want to get everyone on the show. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll have some like big women's tag or, um, yeah, or like a battle royal or something. Definitely. Uh, you're next. Um, right. Uh, Jesse from the six. Hey. Happy birthday, D. Brady. Some thoughts, uh, topics you discussed last week. Uh, regarding the Night Stalker, Davey commented that American serial killer Richard Ramirez's nickname, the Night Stalker, would be a good name for a wrestler. Well, it was, in fact, a wrestler's name. Yeah, I got this on Twitter. <laughs> we got a lot of people tweeting us. <laughs> Before he was Adam Bomb or Wrath, uh, Brian Clark was the Night Stalker. He had in an infamously awful match with Sid Vicious at 1990's Clash of the Champions. 
that was comprehensively and hilariously broken down by Jordan Breen on an old reviewer way. Yes, so we got uh, a lot of people. We, we talked about this guy, uh, Ricky Ramirez, a jobber, and then something about Night Stalker. And then we got a lot of people on Twitter saying, hey, this guy was a wrestler. Uh, very, very funny there. Uh, oh, he has more because we talked about yep. Vikings too. Uh, regarding Vikings, the Vikings were more traders than raiders, though they did plenty of both. Yes, by contemporary standards, they'd be seen as horrible monsters, but pretty much every past civilization were murderers, rapists, and thieves to some extent. Shall we discuss the atrocities committed in the name of the British Empire? Yeah, I know. Like, I've brought that up before. Like, we've done some shit. I'm sorry, guy. You should hear me and Davey uh, when we're out. I always, you'll always say something. I'll be like, yeah, well, you know what? You and your fucking British people, you've done enough. Oh, you've done enough. My, <laughs> I was in Toby's the other day and was chatting to these Irish girls. And, like, um, they were like, oh, where are you from? And I was like, oh, London, England, yourself. And this girl went, Island. And I went, oh, never heard of it. Like, as a joke. And she went, fuck you. Don't you know anything about English and Irish? Like, how dare you? And went off of me. I'm like, come on. You Brits. I'm sorry. You British people um, fucked a lot of shit up. Imagine the world we'd live in if British people didn't uh, fuck it up. <laughs> Here's some more. Oh, and they didn't wear, wear those funny horned hats. That's just something the Germans made up about them centuries uh, later. Knew oh, it. Those I hate those Germans. hats. Yeah. Uh, props to Braden on calling the main event. Uh, take care. Ah, uh, yes, I did say this was Johnny was gonna accidentally cost him uh, the title for Champa. Yeah. Um, Chris Thunder with another War Games takeover confirmed, and without reading ahead, what format do you see them using? Would they do the three teams of three like they did last year? Or would they do a more classic version of two teams of five? Uh, you could do just a team of five, but I don't know who you would add to. Is I, Bobby Fish going to be ready to have? Be I think they'll guy? do the three teams of three yeah, again. I think so too. Um, I didn't. I would have preferred it if it was staggered more because I think last year they had one person each start and then two sure. from each team came out. But that's I a long like, ways away still. Yeah, yeah. I do like the one at a time coming, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think three. Three on three. Sorry, three teams of three worked last year. So yeah. uh, I think they'll probably go for that because it's WWE's war games. So yeah. um, evil. Uh, this NXT episode was insane. Ricochet and Adam Cole are some of the best promo guys out there. I dread the day they get bent over by the main roster. The main event was some of the best. Was one of the best matches I've ever seen. Maybe it was because I was blasted, but the nipples <laughs> had the throwing chairs across the room. My only complaint was to whoever thought it was a good idea to have Kyrie say the same line three times. I'm a giant Kyrie fan, but those were some rough waters. Happy birthday, dude. Um, and congratulations, Evil, on your great G1 run. You're doing very well. How you have the time to watch NXT, message us, listen to us, and wrestle. It's, it's You know it's actually Evil because, because here on the, the forum, his, his picture is, is actually of Evil. So, you know, it's him. It has to be. Yeah, and people never pretend to be other people no, online. No, so. never. No, no. It's e Imagine evil is... Someone is catfishing as evil. That's a strange, strange thing. One more here. Last one. Carlos from sunny Scotland. Happy birthday, the Brady. Thank you very much. My prediction of a triple threat match looks set after the ending, and also my war games prediction looks almost right, but at takeover. Take my money. An amazing match that just kept building for the stunning finish. I loved Adam Cole and Ricochet, and what followed. This takeover will be lit. Cheers, boys. 
thank you very much all the feedback and all the birthday wishes on uh, all social media and, and here again forum.postwrestling we post up you can post the forum for the show every week that's it that is it we did it um, Braden I think you need to go and crack open a beer it's, it's what's the time oh it's it's one o'clock it's five you, o'clock somewhere you, it's one o'clock on your birthday it's one o'clock here so, you uh, you need to treat yourself to a cheeky drink. I'm I having a, a sugar-free rock star. No vodka in it, though. So maybe I'll wake up and uh, do yeah. that. I'll just roll myself a birthday blunt. How about that? <laughs> Sounds delightful. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. <laughs> uh, all the listeners, all that stuff. Uh, be tuned. Be, stay tuned, I should say, because, you know, now me and Davey will be living together. We will be the odd couple. Uh, so we'll, maybe we'll do some more shows. Uh, we're, we have a lot of people asking about the Power Rangers podcast. Um, so maybe we'll start some, some of that. Uh, and who knows whatever else. Uh, we, will, we will be living... We're going to be neighbors with someone else uh, in the post-wrestling family, too. Yeah, that's right. We're um, going to be a little close to uh, uh, a guy named John Pollock. So maybe uh, we'll have him over and do pay-per-view parties. Wrestling maybe. parties. He'll come over and l- sit with us and... Talk about drinking and smoking and all the things he loves to do. <laughs> uh, so follow uh, myself. Uh, if you're going to Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie, we got to get ready. Gotta go, I got to go prepare listen to the four Rob Zombie songs I know. Um, follow myself on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D. Davey, where can the fine people find you? You can find me at Davey Portman. All right. Uh, We will be back next week and uh, the week to follow that as well. So thank you. Postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher. Review us, rate us, listen to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Be safe. Ahoy! You beautiful people. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone.